1015 FM, 720 AM. KDON, the talk of Las Vegas. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the number one professional wrestling radio show in Las Vegas. This is the Mark Hoke Show. The Mark Hoke Show. One full hour of wrestling news, entertainment, and lots of Sin City surprises from inside the squared circle. Now, let's bring on the tag team of Andrew Fish Fame. Joe DeFalco, and your host, Mark Hoke. Hey, 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 it's Mother's Day. No better thing that uh, correlates with mothers than professional wrestling, right, guys? Sure. (laughs) But happy Mother's Day to everybody out there, past, present, and future. Hope you're having a terrific morning. We are, of course, the Mark Hoke Show here on KDWN 101.5 FM, 7.20 a.m. It's the show so nice, it's getting played twice. The best in professional wrestling news and entertainment. I'm Mark Hoke. Thanks for being with us today. And, of course, ever always joined by a couple of crazies, Captain Coral. He is Andrew Fishvane. What's going on, buddy? Just another Sunday. It's just another Sunday. Yeah. <laughs> another premium live event. Yes, it's premium live event day. Come on. Get up, man. Get excited. No? Nothing? No? No. No. All right. That's fine. Well, another guy who had a, a live event of his own last night for future stars of wrestling here in Las Vegas, our good friend Joe DeFalco. Joe, how are you? Oh, Wonderful. Oh, you two are going to be peppy today. Oh, this is going to be a blast. You know, that sciatica is acting up, so it's like, you know, I'm trying to lay here comfortably on my bed, but it's just uncomfortable. There is no comfortable position when you have sciatica acting up. Ugh. Yeah. Well, how was the show last night? That was all right. It was, one again, one of our smaller events where we... We call it Future Shock, so we try to get a lot of the younger talent who may not uh, be ready for the big shows. So, you know, sometimes it's a little more hit or miss. Uh, But we definitely do have some diamonds in the rough that we, uh, you know, really, really like moving forward. Uh, You know, a couple guys at Arizona that, you know, were helped train by guys like Hammerstone and, and things like that. So... Uh, the future is definitely bright, but you know, right now we're moving moving forward. AEW weekend's coming up soon, and you know we've locked in you know the Impact World Champion on our show uh, that whole weekend. The new Impact Tag Team Champions are going to be uh, at the Silver Nugget, so we we got a lot of uh, the biggest names in wrestling going to be uh, you know performing for us. Anyway. So we're excited. Anyone stand out special from last night's show? Yeah, there's one kid. Uh, his name is Blair Brody. And uh, it's funny, when the Arizona crew comes, these guys, they show up even when they're not booked to help out. And if a spot comes up and this kid, uh, you know, showed up, we didn't have a spot for him. And then we were talking about doing a future shock and everybody kind of put him over and he's really been the guy that's, uh, you know, shined the most. So 
you know, we see a, a real bright future, you know, for the kid who's only been doing it for about a year. Uh, another guy at a Rikishi school who was recommended by uh, Toa Leona, who's now signed with Ring of Honor, who was our tag team champion, and uh, this kid, A.J. Mana, and a uh, Polynesian kid, the Samoan shooter. And, you know, we see some good things with him, too. Yeah, very cool. So, well, congratulations on another fun show last night, Joe. Way to go. And, of course, man, I'll tell you, it's oh, going to be... Oh, and, of course, our 15-year-old prodigy, so Bodie. 15 yeah. years old, seven-year veteran. Seven-year veteran. Wow. Started eight years old in the kids' class. Nice. That's how you do. Get him young. Get him young. And he was that's doing right. 450 splashes when he was nine. <laughs> yeah. That's his big move, the 450. That's scary. But that's awesome. Good for him. Well, boy, I'll tell you, uh, kind of a, a lot of little stuff going on. Of course, and we're getting ready for WrestleMania Backlash. I hate Tonight. that. That that is just the dumbest name for a. It's, it's like extremely lazy. Yeah, just call it backlash. Yeah, you don't need. I don't think you need the WrestleMania title if they're trying to to capitalize on the fact that it was WrestleMania was the last main event or last uh, premium live event. It doesn't need it. It's ridiculous. Yeah, but in their eyes, it does because less people watch it. So, you know, some people are slow. So. <laughs> When they hear WrestleMania backlash, all they hear is, oh, it must be WrestleMania. So we got to watch it. Fair enough. Yeah, well, we'll get our predictions in for that show later on in the episode. But I'll tell you what, uh, you know, I got to talk with uh, Pat Sal last night on the show a little bit that we did this uh, last night about the WWE earnings report. You know, 10 people just lost their jobs because of quote unquote budget cuts. Uh, does WWE really need budget cuts after a 27% jump from last year? That's how they get a 27% jump is by making budget cuts. Three. You know, maybe they should use a different term, but the getting rid of guys that you don't need is, is, is how business works just yeah. because you make more money. You know what I mean? It's like, so baseball's making more money, so they should just add five more people to the roster. No, ex- exactly. Getting rid of people that you don't use is just smart business. Oh, absolutely. I have no WWE's problem. He's done that for years with Heath Slater keeping a job to feed his family. <laughs> I got kids. He's got kids. 27% increase in first quarter revenue to $334 million. Net income of $66.1 million. And Up. that's without basically doing house shows anymore. How crazy is that? Right. Uh, you know, you're, uh, a lot of deals got signed. They signed a deal with the uh, A&E Network. They up, re-upped that to do all their different uh, shows that they have on there. Uh, a new broadcasting deal with M- MBC Group to air live events. Uh, episodes are on SmackDown, additional content. Uh, also did a deal with Fanatics to do NFT trading cards, e-commerce, and licensed merchandise. That had a $27 billion valuation to it. Wow, is WWE is just it, it's like they're miners, you know? They're just finding gold nuggets everywhere yeah, because to make I, money. I would venture to guess if you look at the AEW earnings report, no matter how popular they are, they're probably still losing money. Oh, there's no doubt. I don't know how they can make money. So that's why that's why 
the the threat of AEW has not pushed WWE to become better yet because there is no threat of AEW. It's just a uh, different version of the Dixie Carter impact where it was like, we have a lot of money and we're going to spend it. AEW happens to this have a revenue stream from TNT, but from when we heard early on, the deal was more contingent on them getting you know sponsors not like hey we're going to give you 50 million uh, a week right the thing and their, so view, their like, viewership i think it was either last week or two weeks ago dropped to like it was 875,000 no they got beat by M- nba was taken away see? from that too so you know that that, that barely pays uh, chris jericho's salary yeah. exactly <laughs> they were, they were still the fourth highest show on cable that night behind three nba games it's it, it's ama- it's amazing how even though you know we bust on the WWE product on TV a lot, but at the same time they're still the top show in wrestling. You know AEW, uh, you know at least with Dynamite is still one of the top, consistently one of the top. No, shows yeah, on and the, the, but the only way WWE is going to get better is when that bottom line shrinks. Yeah. That bottom line starts to shrink, the product will get better. There's no need for him to get better. Vince, <laughs> I just made I had one of my greatest earning quarters I've ever had. Why do I need to change anything that I'm doing? Exactly. You know, my greatest earning quarter was the pandemic, so. <laughs> That's amazing. Really? Yeah, all that all that pandemic money came in. <laughs> <laughs> I got to close the school, not have to pay rent, and then they gave me money. And then they gave my wife money. That's a pretty that's that's a pretty good quarter. <laughs> yeah, it was a great quarter. I got a I got new furniture. Uh, I got a lease on a Camry instead of my crappy Hyundai. It was it was you know the best uh, six months uh, I had earnings wise in years. Unbelievable. Well, and it seems like everybody's making money right now too because the AEW New Japan show sold out completely. So that one is. I mean that that is amazing to me. I mean, well, they, had the, they they sold out the tickets they released, and from what we understand, they didn't release like you know ninety five percent of the tickets. So, well, they did they did a pre sale. They sold eleven thousand um, on Thursday, and then they released the rest of them, uh, and they all went poof too. So, yeah. it was 14 thousand ticket sales. So, I'll tell you the the wrestling industry is healthy. It really is. It's. It's doing great, and people but, and other, I mean, and other is, companies it, are finding it, out. But if AEW is losing money, how healthy is it? They can't continually lose money. At some point, they have to start making a profit, or the company's going to fall. Well, I'd like to see their books. I mean, I think you know they, they haven't well, really put that out. I mean, it's not a publicly traded company. So. I, I don't think one has to do with the other. It is healthy because the way you say it's healthy is, well, people go to the events. And there was no company in the last 25 years that could run an event other than WWE that would draw five, ten, fifteen thousand 15,000 uh, people. Now, whether that makes money or not doesn't have anything to do with the health of the business. It's healthy because all you could do is hope that you can sell out an arena. No, I, now, I, agree, I agree with that. But the point is, if they continually lose money, at some point, they've got to stop. You can't continually run a business that only loses money. Well, then you have to have budget cuts, as they say. You know, with AEW, the thing is, you know, you talk about all these guys and building stars. Well, you know, Wardlow is not a star. Who's a star on AEW? Well, Chris Jericho, uh, Brian Danielson, John Moxley. Oh, wait, all people that people perceive as WWE guys. Adam Page is not a star. 
Yeah, and I and I so, think one thing for AEW too is they you know just getting started, they have a lot of opportunities to make money. This point, you know, they don't have a streaming service, as, as an example. Right, but they're, they're and, not. And they're going to, you know, that at some point they're they're not gonna... just getting started. They're three years old now. It, it, it started in 2019, so it's not just getting started anymore. A year is just getting started. There's now th- a three well, year. They're three, I, they've been around for three years. That's would, not just getting started anymore. I would, I would tend to just, this is kind of the year where you really get things rolling when you start a business. I mean, it, especially something like this. I mean, it's a, it's a, it's a huge endeavor. So give them, give them time. I don't don't see any growth between now and then, except they've probably upped the budget 10 times is what they did when they first started. So to me, it's stagnant. You look at the ratings, as they say, which, again, do the ratings really even matter anymore? How many people are watching uh, a clip on YouTube or, or... you right. know something else. You you can't say, oh, well, they only had five hundred and forty thousand people who watched it. But then if you go to the YouTube page, there's a MJF segment with CM Punk that had seven million views. Well, on the seven million views, it's monetized. They make good money. You know, there's a lot of money in that YouTube revenue. We see from our end, and we have no reach, and we're making some money. You know, there's thousands and thousands of dollars that WWE and AEW and even Ring of Honor made just from, you know, a video when it makes, you know, a million views, which is simple these days now. Yeah, it's it, it's a very interesting business, so we'll, we'll see where everything goes. But, of course, uh, we're getting ready for Double or Nothing here, too. Of course, that's all, all those tickets are gone. I don't know where the Dynamite and Rampage tapings are at this point uh, on ticket sales. I'll have to look that up, but I just got my press credentials, so I'm excited. Gonna get to run around down there and act like an idiot. Should be should be entertaining. So nothing new. Yeah, yeah. I'll be just be marking out. It's all right. Uh, of course, we also. I mean, there were a, another just a, a bunch of little stories that happened this week. And and Joe, I want to get your reaction to this one. Freddie Prince Jr., the actor, of course, former writer and producer for WWE, uh, wrote yeah, for WWE. I just want to know where to send my resume. I'm ready. He is planning to start his own promotion within the next 18 months. Uh, so Freddie Prince Jr. is apparently going to be throwing his hat in the ring here. Your thoughts on a Freddie Prince Jr. promotion starting up? Either of well, them. Well, why, you know, okay, great. Uh, my kid wants to start a wrestling promotion. So, <laughs> but I mean, you know, I, I guess I argue with him every day about it. You know, hey, I want to run a show, and it's like, who wants? To, who cares? You know, everybody wants to run a show. Freddie Prince has money. Oh, I got money to run a show. Of course, you got money. You, you're you're in Hollywood. You, you were relatively successful. So just saying, you want to run a promotion, uh, you, uh, EC3 and Braun Strowman run a promotion, and. Nobody cares. You know, oh, we got a TV deal. No, you don't. You got a deal that's going to stream online like every single minor league wrestling promotion. We have, a, we, have a, we have our own FSW network. And because we keep costs low, you know, we only need a few hundred subscribers to turn a profit. And shockingly, we have that. And It's not shockingly, the- Joe. You got a great promotion. No, I understand that, but it's also, you know, hidden between a lot of other big things that are going on that 
having to have people outside of Las Vegas, you know, do it. It, it believe me, it, it it is surprising, you know. But Freddie Prince Jr. Can he do it? Sure. He was a writer for WWE. Was any was he any good? We have no idea. But you know, he's already trying to pitch. You know, which was tried and pitched uh, a few years back here in Vegas. This guy, Bill Townsend, uh, had dinner with him and Shane Douglas and Jake the Snake Roberts moved out here and all these people were going to be involved because he felt bad that Road Warrior Animal and all these guys uh, after retirement had no money. And, you know, Vince left them high and dry and it was like uh, Vince paid them a million dollars. If they blew all their money, that's not anybody else's fault. But we're going to get all these people in. We're going to do shows at the Rio, and we're going to do them every day. And these guys are going to get health insurance and blah, 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 blah. And this is going to start in six months, and now it's going to start in 12 months. Mm -hmm. Until it actually starts, anybody could say anything, and I don't believe it until it actually happens. And if he wants to do it, I guess it depends on a few things. A, what level he's going for. Is he going for, you know, the the the... He's obviously not going to go WWE or AEW level. Is he going to go Impact? Is he going to go you know Future Stars of Wrestling level of where it's just newer guys? And B, who he knows that he's going to be able to lure into to his promotion. I'm sure he has contacts, but you know if he if he has nobody if he has wrestlers that nobody cares about, it's not going to matter. Yeah, and I I just don't. I mean it's it's a it's a a well known name behind a promotion. But I just don't, you know, it, uh, until you see something. I don't yeah, even it's... know if the name has value. Yeah. Does he... the name Freddie Prince Jr. have value in the wrestling community that this guy is starting a company? It does if, like... his, if his wife is like, uh, you know, the, the on the letterhead, Sarah Michelle Geller. <laughs> well, that is true. There you go. All right, I'm, so you know if she's going to be a valet, aka Sonny, I'm I'm in. There you go. See, it, it's Buffy Wrestling Federation, BWF. Jeez. Oh, <laughs> well, you know it's funny you mentioned Sonny because, of course, we had reported that she had that little yeah, little she accident. Killed, well, she killed somebody. Yeah. Well, she has been officially arrested. Yeah. If you didn't see that, that on um, she's done. She was arrested on Friday on Boy, nine different charges. Yeah, nine different charges uh, could face 30 years in prison if convicted. Bond set at $200,000 for the manslaughter, DUI manslaughter charge, twenty seven five for the other charges. So, boy. Sonny is the new black. <laughs> yeah, she well, somebody Somebody bailed her out. You know, sunny days for him. Yeah, I yeah. guess so. But, yeah, so. I'm guessing it was nice Sean Michaels. That was nice of Sean Michaels. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, my goodness. Um, boy, where do you go from there? Anyway, uh, but we did have a, by the way, we did have a, some new champions crowned over the weekend as, let's see, we had, Impact. over the week, big I should news, say. Big news, big news. Well, the Briscoes are now yes. the Impact Tag Team Champions as they defeated Violent by Design on the Impact Under Siege show. That was the only title change on that show. But now the Briscoes lose the Ring of Honor championships, but win the Impact championships. Boy, everybody just loves the Briscoes. It's, it's getting, but to me, and this is now the problem: is it's all getting too convoluted. Are the Briscoes still part of Ring of Honor, which is part of AEW, and a part of Impact? Uh, we think not, because Warner Media has an issue with a statement somebody made eight years ago, but then they don't have an issue with a statement somebody else made eight years ago. So. 
Yeah, that you know, statements. And that... it's all statements. You know, can we just wipe? Can somebody come in? Can Elon Musk just come in and wipe Twitter clean and start anew? There you go. That would be all right. But yeah, I mean, you know, we're we're talking. You know, we had Brian Kendrick got nailed, but of course we got CM Punk throwing his hat in the ring, getting in fights on Twitter and wearing abortion T-shirts on TV. You know, which is you know some people don't like. This is this is pretty interesting in terms of. You know what's forgivable and what's not, depending on your point of view. And you know, I I feel or, bad or for the who Briscoes. you are. Yeah, I mean, I feel bad for the Briscoes. I mean, what what they said, you know, what what uh, was said is has been done and you know apologized for. And it, you know, I think I'll let it go and just get these guys on AEW but TV so, and let them roll. Someone's so. always going to drag it up, though. Just don't speak. That's that. That's my motto. You know, I, I go on Facebook and I have to. I'm I'm extremely aware of anything I say, write, joke, because everything's taken into the context that somebody wants to take it in. And I try to explain that to my guys, you know, and it's like other people who have like, you know, done things, Adilo Brown, who's, you know, the executive at Impact Wrestling, you know, he'll come in and run a class. But the one thing he'll tell you is be careful what you say, just an opinion leads into a fight with somebody. It may not be the opinion, but people, you know, the big companies are looking at you on social media. And when you say uh, an anti-homophobic message, it, it's going to stay with you the rest of your life because nobody may see it, but somebody who's searching, that's all they do in their life, is they're going to try to pull something up. And, and it's so much easier, you know, to get dirt on somebody that they can use, like the Brian Kendrick thing. Yeah, it was like, I get it. You apologize, you. But how stupid can you be to say it? Yeah, agreed. I mean, I, I, I think that everybody, if they were smart, would just not touch all this stuff and just leave and, it alone and, and, and realize that you got it. But people can't stay off social media. They well, just can't. Well, it's not a matter of staying off social media. It's a matter of not touching topics that are going to get people upset. But people are gonna. But some people, especially whether or the topic is divisive, have much stronger opinions because of their convictions, whatever they are, whether it be pro-abortion, anti-abortion, pro-pro, whatever it is. But you also. And and again, it's not just wrestling. I'm just just look. Fred Savage got fired. Uh, Franklin Jella got fired. Uh, Bill Murray. They stopped promote production on the on the movies. It's like. Don't tell me Bill Murray at 75 years old, all of a sudden at this movie, he acted any differently than he did on the other 100 movies he made. Yeah, it, it, it's just getting a little out of hand. But it, it but like I said, I think the advice is, best advice is just stay away from it and realize that you are, you're an entertainer and you need to kind of stay in that. You need to stay in the middle. In that, and stay in that mode and not upset people because the last thing you want to do is draw controversy to your company. Because no matter what you say, no matter one thing you say, there will be somebody who'll be upset or pissed off about it. You know, they used to joke about how uh, a Derek Jeter, a Tom Brady, they never really answered questions. And that's exactly why they just took, they were smart. They just took the route of generic yes, no, and this is how it is. And it didn't get into an elaborate thing because, again, you know, looking at it, even in that, you know, the Hall of Fame or whatever, people don't get in. Why? Oh, 
guy was great. Oh, but 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 he was a jerk, and he's not getting in because that's why Jeff Kent is in the ba- isn't in the Baseball Hall of Fame because nobody liked him. Yeah, that's right. That's a possibility. Well, um, and before we we're going to be heading to break here shortly, but I did want to mention real quick too on another title change that Mercedes Martinez has uh, unified the. Ring of Honor titles. She is now the women's champion, winning that on Dynamite. Oh, thank on, goodness! On Wednesday night, on a that was a dead I crowd. Was lo- them, I was losing sleep about that. I'm so I glad know. it's unified. But Deanna Peraza didn't have a good week. Lost on Impact and lost that match too. So tough break for Don't Deanna Peraza. Don't forget the next AEW uh, Champions Pay Per View. It's going to be six shows long because it's going to be 47 title matches. I know <laughs> it'll be crazy. All right, well, everybody, hey, stick around. We're going to be right back with more on the Mark for the Mark Oak Show here. On KDWN 101.5 FM 720 AM. Stick around. Want more of The Mark Hoke Show? Follow us on Twitter at Mark Hoke Show. Like us on Facebook at The Mark Hoke Show. And visit MarkHokeShow.com to keep up with everything happening with the show. And remember to check out all of our archive shows on YouTube at The Mark Hoke Show. And download our podcasts at MarkHokeShow.Podbean.com and all your favorite podcast outlets. So join The Mark Hoke Show family today. And thanks for listening. 1015 FM, 720 AM. KDON, the talk of Las Vegas. You're listening to the number one professional wrestling radio show in Vegas, The Mark Hoke Show. The Mark Hoke Show. Now, here again is Mark Hoke. Yeah, that's me. <laughs> they let me out of that booth every once in a while to do stuff like this. It's kind of scary, isn't it? Yeah, no? eh. no, thanks. Fish, your your pause reactions have been spot on today. It's been amazing. See, there you go again. Oh my god. <laughs> I'm Mark Hoke. Thanks for being with us on the Mark Hoke Show. Andrew Fishfane, who of course, by the way, if you love sports, Andrew Fishfane will of course be on Sports X Radio. He does it every Monday night with his partner Chips. So check that out. 8 p.m. Pacific time here on KDWN. And Fish and chips. Fish yeah. And chips. They call me malt vinegar as I produce their show. I'm not sure if that's good or bad, but I suppose it's it better. It just is. It's better than tartar sauce. And, of course, if you want to check out what Joe DeFalco has going on with, with Which features. Which is generally much better than fish and chips. <laughs> if you want to check out what Joe's got going on, future stars of wrestling of course, great events that he's putting on all the time. Plus, if you want to learn to be a wrestler, I don't know if there's a better place to go. I really don't. Am I too old to learn to be a wrestler, Joe? I'll tell you what, man. You know, look at all these people. Chris Bay and Killer Cross and Zoe Stark and a man who many people said had the best match in NXT uh, this year, Solo Sokoa. Yeah. So head on over and check out fswvegas.com. And see what Joe's got going on. I mean, just a lot of cool stuff. Like Joe has these seminars all the time too, which I, you know, I gotta. If I wasn't down here and working all the time, but one of these days I'm gonna get down to one just to check it out. Yeah, so, we're hoping to have uh, either Jay Lethal or Davey Richards AEW weekend to do a seminar. There you go. So fswvegas.com, if you wouldn't mind. Now, uh, I'm gonna have uh, how to make it in the business. Uh, trying to get a seminar with Tay Conti coming up. Oh, wouldn't that be? Oh, never mind. I'm not going to say it. <laughs> Imagine I'm going to be good with somebody that doesn't even wrestle for the company. Oh, wow. 
kind of an uneventful week, I thought, generally for the TV shows. But one thing I want to ask you guys, if if there's anything to read into on this, AJ Styles wrestled Damian Priest. Match is over. Of course, Edge hops in, and they're beating up AJ Styles, and he's rescued by Finn Balor, of all people, which you're kind of saying to yourself, well, why would Finn Balor do that? But at the end of the match, or end of the beatdown, and they cleared the ring, AJ and Finn did the two sweet. Now, I don't know if you guys caught that or not, but is there anything to that that the Bullet Club two sweet thing pops up with AJ Styles and Finn Balor? Fish. I think that if depending on where they go with the Edge faction, whatever they're calling it, Judgment Day or whatever ridiculous name they have for it, if they see that it's going somewhere, that a, a rival faction started by AJ Styles and Finn Balor, a remaking of the Bullet Club, if you will, would absolutely be in the cards. Yeah, and if, you know, I, I'm I'm not there's, sure. There's money on the but... table. They they have to because if they don't, then they might as well just get rid of Finn Balor because that's the that's the last semblance of possibly doing something with him. If they if they reform the Bullet Club, that's a big deal. So it's like they have it in their pocket, and putting Finn Balor with AJ Styles and doing a Bullet Club thing would be huge. Do they do they well, hold the rights to the name Bullet Club? Is, is no. that that is that still held by New Japan? Yeah, is... New Japan still got that. But, okay, but the other interesting part about that is the Gallows and Anderson. I believe their contract is either up or just about up in impact. They may be available too. But does WWE want to go down the Gallows Anderson road again? That yeah, that is a I good think question. More AEW bound those guys. Yeah, but just throwing it out there. If you're you know if you're doing a Bullet Club thing, absolutely. You know, we already. Kind of they tease doing it sort of with AJ working with them before, but now if you're getting into a stable war with with Edge and Damian Priest and whoever else they bring in, Rhea Ripley, Tommaso Ciampa, you know now uh, you you might have a possibility to do something pretty cool there. So and, and WWE seems to be the going the way of the stable because now they have the Bloodline. They it, it's going to be very interesting if they do. You know, it when Survivor Series come up, November, November. There you go. They got. They got plenty of time to uh, slow build uh, the the Bullet Club uh, Survivor Series match. Yeah, so we'll we'll see where that goes. Um, w. Morrissey, of course, was the mystery opponent for MJF's battle was, with wasn't Wardlow. Wasn't much of a mystery, but but Morrissey looked pretty good. I I have to say he wrestled a pretty solid match. Uh, fans were into it. They were giving some him some Enzo crap. But uh, is he, he shut is that he down. still signed by Impact or is he? Yeah, he's still working with Impact. But apparently, WWE was paying attention to it. They are supposedly, you know, thinking about maybe bringing him in. Certainly, a, a possibility for AEW. But I, but I thought Morrissey looked pretty darn good. On, uh, I told in, you guys that a few months back when he was at Impact that I was extremely impressed, and I was never impressed with him as Big Cass. When he first got the push, but when I saw him at Impact, I actually had a you know conversation with him, you know, and from what I heard from other people, you know, all the demons, you know, he he's really turned himself around and and physically he's in great shape and he, he has a good match there. When a guy like that who's been gone for a while, when he if he were to come back to WWE, does he come back as big cast or does he come back as? Of course, he always does. 
I'm so you have to you come know. back. I mean, not have to, but generally you'd come back as the name that you were before, even though your your new following under the character that you've built up has, that has become better is under William Morrissey. Nah, that that has no following whatsoever. Okay. Like when he works on the independence, he doesn't go by Morrissey. You know what I mean? He goes by Cass XL or some 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 terrible name. Yeah, so, it was Cass XL that he. Yeah, that 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 Morrissey name is just something that was safe for uh, impact for usage right. of, of impact. Right. So so if he comes back though, so even if you've been gone years, because I know it's happened with with the. Drew McIntyre, because he was Drew Galloway when he was in Impact, and he came back, and he was Drew McIntyre again. Right, and it was on the Indies. Like, when we used him, yeah, he was Drew Galloway, which I guess was, you know, the name he always used, but, you know, that was back in the WWE days when we had to give you a different name. So McIntyre became, hey, can we get a list of Irish names? Oh, okay. Uh, <laughs> Irish names? Oh, McIntyre. That's yeah, a good we don't one. want to call him O'Shaughnessy, so... Uh, yeah, why yeah. is O'Shaughnessy not in the WWE at this point? But, well, wasn't that Sheamus's uh, name in the beginning? Wow. It yeah. might have been. i got to do some research on that. I think when he had and, and see, name, And it's another faction. That that's what I said. WWE's got that other faction of, of him and, uh, and Ridge Holland and Butch. Yeah, AEW's got a ton of factions, too. So. Oh, I got a perfect name for them. The Highlanders. There you go. Oh, that's not bad. That's not bad at might, all. Might have to dodge a little copyright on that, but uh, we'll see. But maybe they'll be the, you know, the Red Pool Fight Club. Oh, stop it. But, you know, by the way, in the factions thing is just real fast before we get into WrestleMania Backlash. Uh, in, in case you didn't hear... The trios championship in AEW, the belts are made. They've apparently just been waiting for Kenny Omega to get back, but apparently we're going to have a trios championship. How many belts do you need? A belt loses all when you have that many belts and titles. They lose all meaning. Well, I'm just happy Tony Khan had enough money to get three belts made at once. Oh, wow! Uh, His his dad saying the Jaguars sucked again again this year that uh, he may have to lose a belt. So bad. But, you might have to trade Trevor Lawrence now just for, just to keep the budget right. Yeah, <laughs> but your your slight reference to the Blackpool Combat Club that would be a good start if you're going to have a trios championship to have those three guys hold them. That wouldn't be bad. I think, yeah, look, see, I even got Fish to raise an eyebrow on that. No, because oh, I, I would no. think you'd have Kyle O'Reilly, Bobby Fish, and Adam Cole. Mm-hmm. There's there's a lot of a lot of good factions that. You know, this could be interesting titles if you do it right. You know, to so. put Miro, Mark Henry, and Christian on there. Yeah. <laughs> now let's do let's do Miro, Mark Henry, and Captain Insano. Yeah, there you go. There you go. See, I so basically that. the trio championship is a six man tag, right? They're they going to have the eight man championship as well, just so you can it's you know. Six, you know and that, that that is a stereotypical response. It is a six person tag. Yeah, you never know. My bad. <laughs> It's but it's funny because over the years there have been many experiments with uh, a six man tag team championship. Bring of Honor had them for you know, for quite a while, but, but they popped up all over the place AEW at one point. Just made the intergender tag team belts, so I hope uh, they stay away. They're going to bring in that the whole setups for Scorpio Sky to bring in his girl. That's how she's going to get on. It's all the work on Twitter. For her to team up with Sky against Tay Conti and Sammy Guevara. Yeah, that that got a little nasty, by the way. Scorpio said something that was a little bit mean about Tay Conti, and 
Like again, so fire back see, that's why it's like, you know, it's weird to me because it's like, it's hard to believe it wouldn't be a work. Like, wouldn't somebody in AEW, like Tony Khan, say, what are you doing? Pull that stuff now. Like, to me, if they're allowing it, there's got to be a reason for it, right. I would think. I, it's like they can't be that insane to allow that to be out there. Uh, I agree. It, it was a it was a pretty nasty comment about Ty Conti apparently being friendly you know. with the locker room, and we'll just leave it at that. But again, sometimes the truth hurts. <laughs> Woo! Anyway, how about we get to WrestleMania backlash on this, boys? We've got. Uh, do gotta, we have to? Can we do that next week? No, we got to do it now because there's. Uh. There's people that are relying on us to make money on this, believe it or not. Ronda Rousey still in the company? Yeah, she is. She's in the main oh, event okay. of this thing. So let's break it down for you right now. Ooh, break it down. Sorry. Almost uh, started doing some DX chops on that. We have right now six matches on the card, a few of which you could care less about. This is not, in my opinion, one of the greatest WWE premium live events ever. But let's roll through it. Match number one, Bobby Lashley, the former WWE champion, is facing off with almost MVP in the corner. And do you know who's the betting favor on this? It's almost. Minus 450 they've got him at. Lashley's a plus 275. Guys, one, do you care? And two, who wins? No, and almost wins because it's typical WWE 50-50 booking. All right. Joe, your thoughts on this match? Yeah, my thoughts are, it's like, again, why why do we even have WrestleMania anymore when the matches right after that are going to be the same matches? It's just pathetic. It's pathetic that that's how much time and effort is put in with that company for them that's to, put, to pull out. And you bring in Bobby Lashley back to give him the signature victory at WrestleMania, and he can't even savor in it because now he's got to lose to the same goof a month later. And I think this is... You know, obviously, it does look like almost is going to win this match tonight, but God, it's just so bad for. I don't Ashley. know. So far, if I would have to take a shot on an underdog, I would have to take a shot on a Lashley. It's plus two seventy five is a good number. Yeah, I'll agree with that. I, I just, I just think it was a chance for WWE to end the almost experiment. They didn't do it, and they've actually doubled down. On it, so it, it doesn't matter because after WrestleMania backlash, they can have almost win, but then Lashley win. The, uh, Monday, so exactly. Yeah. Well, we'll see where that goes. the The feud that everyone's been waiting for, the Happy Corbin versus Madcap Moss match, as the boys broke up. It's so sad. Oh, Madcap Moss a minus two hundred. Happy Corbin a plus one thirty five. By the way, these odds are from betonline.ag. That's where you Lock of the week, right? Madcap Moss, lock of the week. Fish, are are you on the Madcap Moss band? Are you feeling Madcap for the Moss Man? Uh, sure, why not? <laughs> As you can see, this is just one that nobody cares about. No, no one cares. But there's only yeah. one or two matches on the entire card that I care about. So you know, but that, but I will say this: it might not be a bad match. I mean, just yeah, if well. you take everything else away and just focus on the wrestling. Might be a decent but they, match. The watch. problem is they won't take everything else away. Well, I'm just WWE is going to make it silly. Just throwing it out there. I think once the bell rings, it could be okay to watch. It won't be. I don't think it'll be horrible. We'll, I'll, I'll stay there. AJ Styles and Edge. 
course, we're another WrestleMania rematch. Damian Priest is banned from ringside. Should be a good one. Uh, yeah, this is one of the matches. comes out instead. Right. That's exactly what I was just going to say. So the, the, the Edge is going to win because someone else is going to come out and be a part of the faction to distract AJ Styles. So it's not going to be a clean win, but it's going to be a win. No, but... Ciampa is going to come out. It seems like Edge is going to win. And then Finn Balor comes out because AJ Styles can't lose back-to-back WrestleMania matches. Well, I hate to tell you, but the betting odds right now, this is the tightest one. Edge is a minus 155. AJ Styles a plus 115. You know, so Edge is a slight they favorite. Even figured out who's going to win. Yeah, I, like I said, I think Edge wins, but only because it's not a clean win because I think there's going to be a distraction. Finn Balor may indeed also come out, but how about a double DQ? Don't, don't be surprised with the schmoz. Don't be surprised with the schmoz in this one. <laughs> Joe loves the schmoz. He does. Joe, Joe for, just to remind everybody, define a schmoz. A schmoz is where there's really no uh, concrete decision, count out, DQ, something to set up uh, the Monday Night Raw tag match that they're going to have. Exactly. There you go. So I will I will go with Edge on this, but like I said, this could anything could happen with this match. Yeah. The 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 match of disappointment. I'm calling it. Drew McIntyre and RK Bro. Oh, I thought you were going to call the Ronda Rousey match. No, I'm calling this the the disappointment match against the Bloodline, Roman Reigns and the Usos. Of course, we were teased with a tag team unification match between Randy Orton and Riddle and the Usos, but apparently WWE, according to Papa Meltzer, all along was playing to do a six man match with this. Personally, I think they just got cold feet. But guys, who you got on this one? Um, the betting odds. McIntyre and RK Bro are a fairly heavy favorite, minus 300. Reigns and Usos plus 200. There's an underdog you might want to take a no, shot on. No, I think McIntyre pins Reigns in this, and that's how it sets up McIntyre versus Reigns because I pinned him in the six-man, so I've earned a title shot. Joe? There is no way in hell that Drew McIntyre is going to pin Roman Reigns in a random six-man tag to have that guy finally lose a match, I don't believe. I think one of the Usos has to take the pin and probably take the pin from a Drew McIntyre. That way it sets him up for the Roman Reigns match. I kind of like Joe's thoughts on that. I I do agree Drew McIntyre and RK-Bro win this. Boy, RK-Bro, those guys, I was not big on this team early, but... Man, they're fun. That's because, and Randy is having the like the best time. I mean, he's always enjoyed wrestling, obviously, but I think he's having the best time of his career right now, just having fun with a character. There you yeah, go. he's having more fun now than when he used to crap in people's bags. Absolutely, I knew that was coming back. Oh, we're gonna we're gonna make Joe start put money in the jar on that phrase. Um, we've also got another WrestleMania rematch. It is Dominic turning on Ray. Stop. Both Marie, of you. Eva Marie coming out. Kill their mics, Lourdes. They're done. They're done. Anyway, um, we have another WrestleMania rematch. Cody Rhodes and Seth Rollins had a pretty good match at WrestleMania. Cody the whole is. Card, man, that was unbelievable. Cody is minus 300. Seth Rollins a plus 200. So Cody Rhodes, the you, favorite here. You can't have Cody Rhodes come back with the fanfare that he came back with, win at WrestleMania, and then lose at WrestleMania backlash. I think Cody Rhodes wins again. Wow, Joe, no 50-50 booking on this? I, I hate to agree, but it's like, man, well, then why have the match again 
if Seth Rollins is just going to lose? What does it do for either guy? Nothing. That's why this match makes no sense to have again. But there's no you can't have Cody lose this match. You know what though i I have a feeling Seth Rollins gets this tonight. If he does that, that any momentum that you some, have building Cody Rhodes towards a championship match is completely gone. Some sort of I, I think there's a there's a massive screw job headed Cody Rhodes's way tonight. But I I I'm not going to be surprised if Seth gets this one. So. Ezekiel comes out. Goldust makes his long-awaited return and turns on Cody. Oh. Here you go. Why can't? Why do you guys always breaking up the families? How about, how about this? I mean, though? come on. How about they? How about WWE rehires Damian Sandow to look like uh, Elias, so you can have Elias and Ezekiel as a tag team. See now that yeah, I agree I've been with. seeing. Yeah, I've been seeing that all over uh, social media. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm down. I'd, I'd love to see Damian Sandow. Come I just back. can't I wait for everybody to realize that Elias and Ezekiel are different. And it's like the Hebners telling you. Wouldn't that be amazing if there wasn't actually a twin? Can they CGI <laughs> like two guys into a wrestling ring now? Wouldn't be surprised. Danny Davis is coming back. Stop Man, it. If they could do that, that would be amazing. Oh, my God. Main event of WrestleMania Backlash. And, and Elias and Ezekiel beats Roman Reigns. That'd be over. <laughs> Wow, you guys are thinking way too much about Ezekiel. I'm just going to say that right now. You have Ezekiel on the mind. Main event of the night, it is Charlotte Flair. The SmackDown Women's Champion will be defending against former UFC champion Ronda Rousey in an I Quit match as a rematch from WrestleMania. <laughs> wow, Fish, you are shaking your head already. At least let me get the betting odds out before you rip it this match. Matter. Ronda Rousey is a huge favorite and she's, tonight, and she's winning. And it's probably not going to, but she's probably not going to get Charlotte to actually say "I quit." Charlotte's going to like pass out from the pain or whatever, and that's how she's going to win. Rousey is a minus eight hundred. Charlotte Flair plus four fifty. Joe, do you agree with the assessment? I'm telling you, I'm going to take the dog on this one because I'm thinking Ronda Rousey may be signing that short term contract. And basically, she was just brought in to promote the legacy of a Charlotte Flair. And it's like the the one crazy thing is when she came back, Rousey won the win the the Rumble. Has anybody been less interesting than her? Like she was hot when she came in, and, and like I I just don't see. Anything there anymore? Like to me, it's like yeah, whatever. I I I do think Rousey's probably going to win tonight, but I Joe, I I do agree with you. I think I think there's a possibility you could see Charlotte get this win as well. Uh, I mean, I don't I, I don't think, think this is a blowout betting where match. she quits. The referee, something happens, and Charlotte Flair cracks her with the thing, and now she, Rousey's passed out, and that's. How it ends? Either that or, going, that or Charlotte Flair. I'm going to go get money and bet, bet the plus four fifty. Stop me if you heard this one before. Charlotte Flair has a recording of Ronda Rousey saying "I quit" and has it played over the PA system, so Ronda doesn't actually say it; it just plays. There you go. Yeah, I was just going to mention <laughs> that too. But that, that is a possibility. So that is your card tonight for WrestleMania Backlash. Of course, you'll be able to see that on. And you Peacock. know you're going to get a bonus match. God, I hope not. And a pre-show match. 
Yeah, somebody, something else will be. Yeah, there's going to be a Kevin Owens. There's got to be a Kevin Owens Ezekiel type match coming up in the pre-show. I just want that over with. I don't know why. Yeah, they probably Kevin just add that to the regular card. Six matches is no way what they're going to do for the. Sami Zayn Shinsuke Nakamura match is probably in the cards. Yeah. How's, how's your guy? I know. I know you've been checking uh, daily updates. How's your boy Rick Boogs doing? <laughs> it, it's still wearing yeah. the denim singlet. Still hurt. Still wearing denim singlet. Well, well, you know the Shinsuke actually wore that orange and yellow. Uh, Mike's Jumpsuit. hard iced tea outfit that they had for yes. WrestleMania. So I don't know, maybe the or the hard lemonade iced tea or whatever the heck they're calling it. So Shinsuke has not given up the orange and yellow yet. So Boogs is probably still wearing Rick. Boogs. Yeah, we miss him. Yeah, Pat McAfee misses him too. M- McAfee misses him more than anybody. Oh, poor guy. He's just like, he wants a. Why doesn't McAfee play the guitar? Big news Willie Mack on that impact. Oh yeah, we did see. That's right. Willie Mack uh, was uh, he was. Who else got released there too? I know I saw somebody that got uh, got their walking papers from Impact. But yeah, um, and by Matt the way, Cardona not at the show last night. By the way, yeah. speaking of which, but uh, hmm. uh, and as we get ready to wrap things up here, got to mention Big E, who put out a update on himself. He is still going to be wearing a collar for another. Yeah, four, six that's months. horrible. And he is. A, his quote was, uh, for those uh, desirous of an update, my C1 apparently isn't healing optimally. I'm, I'll spend another four to six weeks in a brace hope, in hopes that I can avoid a fusion, but don't you fret. I've got a tremendous support system. Which well, shall he be, may shall be, be done, man. Yeah, this is bad. This is really bad. Yeah, was it, it was Ridge Holland that, that, that did that to yep. him, right? Yeah, so. Yeah, make sure they push that guy. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, that's going to wrap it up for us. So enjoy Backlash tonight. And I uh, want to thank uh, Joe and Fish for being a part of the show again. Always enjoy it. Follow us on Twitter at Mark Hoke Show, Facebook, The Mark Hoke Show, markhokeshow.podbean.com, or all your favorite podcast outlets for all those past episodes. Myanmar joined the party. That's exciting. Used to be Burma, I believe. Yeah, so thank you for tuning in. We do appreciate it. Las Vegas, we'll see you again here on The Mark Hoke Show on 101.5 FM, 720 AM, k the talk of Las Vegas. Have a great day, everybody, and happy Mother's Day. Want more of The Mark Hoke Show? Follow us on Twitter at Mark Hoke Show, like us on Facebook at The Mark Hoke Show, and visit MarkHokeShow.com to keep up with everything happening with the show. And remember to check out all of our archive shows on YouTube at The Mark Hoke Show and download our podcasts at MarkHokeShow.Podbean.com and all your favorite podcast outlets. So join the Mark Hoke Show family today, and thanks for listening.